Today on Bold Steps Weekend, Mark Job pushes us to move closer to God. Maybe God is asking you to get out of the position that you're at, a position of pride, unforgiveness, something that's clouding your ability to hear God clearly. Get out of your cave and into a place where you can hear the voice of God. In this day and age, communication is easier than ever, but with so many voices clamoring for our attention, some of us have begun losing focus on the voice of God. So what can we do to hear God more clearly? That's the question Mark Job will answer today on this edition of Bold Steps Weekend. Mark is the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago, and he's also president of Moody Bible Institute. Now, as we move forward in our study, we'll learn that no matter who you have in your corner or how independent you may be, the one voice we need to hear loud and clear is God's voice. Mark has titled our message, Turn Up the God Volume. So without further ado, let's join him for a lesson from 1 Kings chapter 19. Today, I want to talk to you about turning up the God volume or how to hear from God more clearly. So about two weeks ago, We had an event here in this auditorium to highlight a program called Safe Haven, which is a program that is sponsored by churches around the city of Chicago, but in cooperation with Chicago Public School. It is an alternative for children so that they don't have to be on the streets during the summertime and they can be in a safe environment. And so we hosted a banquet just saying thank you to churches. About 7,000 children were a part of that program. And we happened to be at a table right here in the front. And the CEO of Chicago Public Schools was here. Also, the mayor of Chicago was here, some pastors, some rabbis. And I happened to be at that table with this group. It was kind of noisy. There was some, you know, a lot of people in the auditorium. And my wife, who was sitting at the table with me, the mayor was on the other side of the table. So the mayor pointed to the hash browns. We were eating breakfast. He pointed to the hash browns. He wanted the hash browns. And my wife could not hear him. So she thought he was asking for bacon. So she took the plate of bacon and handed it to our mayor. Now, you know our mayor's Jewish, right? So she handed him a plate of bacon. He happened to be sitting right next to his rabbi and another rabbi, and he said, oh, no, no, not in front of my rabbis, I can't have that bacon. And so it was kind of a funny moment that my wife said, oh, I didn't hear you, because, well, when you don't hear correctly, you don't end up acting correctly. If you don't have a clear hearing about what someone is saying, then it has repercussions into what actions you take. Hello. The same is true with God. If you're not hearing God correctly, typically the actions that you proceed to take are incorrect as well because hearing dictates how we live and what we do. If we don't hear, we don't act. So I'm going to give you another story that happened to me about two years ago as we jump into this passage that illustrates this as well. 
Two years ago, I had the opportunity of speaking at an event in the center of Spain in a town called Valladolid. Now, Valladolid is a beautiful town in the center of Spain. And this was an unusual event. I speak at a lot of different places, events, but this was unusual because this was actually a Catholic conference and I was the only non-Catholic person speaking at this conference. I had been invited by someone through a series of circumstances and I said to them, are you sure you invited the right person here? He said, yeah, yeah, I think that your message is really important. So I spoke to a group of mainly Catholic priests and nuns that had gathered together, and I preached out of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it was a phenomenal event. We gave an altar call, and we, a bunch of people came forward, and we were praying for people at the altar call, and people were weeping and crying, and God moved in a great way. But after the event... They ushered us out of the auditorium because they had another event happening and I was halfway down the street and a fella comes out chasing me. And this was all in Spanish, of course, and he says, Marcos, Marcos. And I turned around and he was agitated and he said, I really need you to pray for me. Could you just take a moment and pray for me? I said, well, what's the emergency? He said, I heard you speak in there. And I know you walk with God, and I could tell you're a man of God. And I want to say this. I have been a believer for quite some time. But I have never once had God speak to me. So could you pray that God, for the first time in my life, would speak to me? He had sincerity and earnestness in his face. I could tell he was serious and passionate about it. I looked at this man and I said, no. He was a little shocked. He said, all I'm asking is that you pray for me. I said, no, I'm not going to pray that God would speak to you. I said, I'm not going to pray that God would speak to you because I believe God is already speaking to you. I can't fathom a father not speaking to his children that he loves. I have three children myself, I told him, and I can't imagine going weeks and months and years without speaking to them. Because I love them, I speak to them on a regular basis. God loves you much more than I love my children. God is the father of all fathers, and I know that if you're his child, and even if you're not his child, that God is speaking to you on a regular basis, so I'm not going to pray that God would speak to you. I'm going to pray that whatever's hindering you from hearing the voice of God would be taken out of your life. And so I laid hands on him right in the middle of the street where we were at, and I prayed over him. There may be some of you here today that feel like God never speaks to me. And I want to say that I believe that the Word of God teaches the opposite, that God, through His Holy Spirit, is continually speaking to our lives. But some of us are not hearing what God is speaking because there's something that's impairing our ability to hear. In 1 Kings chapter 19, it's the story of a man, a cave, and an encounter with God. Our entire series is based on one chapter of the Bible that's power-packed with principles and insights about getting out of the cave of discouragement, depression, stuckness, passivity, being plateaued, and into 
a renewed, invigorated calling of God. Elijah, as some of you already know, but for those of you that have not been participating in our services over the last couple of weeks, Elijah is this iconic man of God, this legendary figure. He's the guy that prays and stops it from raining for three and a half years. He prays again and it rains. He runs faster than a chariot. He resurrects the dead. He puts his, his mantle on the water and it parts. He's a man that has this extraordinary capacity to see the miraculous happen, calls fire down from heaven, seems like he's a superhero, yet when he allows fear to invade his life, he spirals quickly downward to the desert of depression, discouragement, confusion, and ends up literally suicidal. He's strengthened supernaturally by the Spirit of God and makes a journey 200 miles to the mountain of God. When he finds this mountain of God, he enters into a cave and he lays in that cave and goes to sleep in that cave. And that's where Elijah has this life-changing encounter, re-encounter with God. And so we're picking up the story when Elijah's in his cave and God is seeking to speak to them. I believe that there's some of you today that have entered into this auditorium and you are not in a literal cave, but you are in a spiritual cave. This spiritual cave can be the cave of doubt, discouragement, depression, lukewarmness, delayed obedience, confusion. Some of you have recently entered into that cave and some of you have been in the cave so long you don't remember what it feels like to live out of the cave. And it is my desire to see as many people during this series as possible begin to take steps out of the cave and start embracing the new season that God has for you in your life. So 1 Kings chapter 19 I'm going to read verses 11 through 13 of 1 Kings chapter 19. It says, the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there came an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and he went out and he stood at the mouth of the cave. And then a voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Word of the Lord. So if you're here today and you're saying, Pastor, I need to turn up the God volume in my life, then I'm going to give you a couple of things that need to happen in your life as you seek to hear God again or turn up the God volume. Number one, you turn up the God volume by repositioning yourself to a place of clear reception. In verse 11, the Lord says to Elijah, while he's in the cave, in the darkness, Way back in that stalagmite-filled corner, nursing his wounds, discouraged, 
not wanting to move, God says to him, notice, get out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. I want you to notice that the first thing that God tells Elijah when he wakes up is, Elijah, I want you to reposition yourself. And this repositioning of yourself means that you need to step outside of your cave because in the cave you can't hear clearly. In order to have good reception, in order to have a fresh God encounter, you're going to have to step out of the cave that you're in and reposition yourself so that you can have a fresh encounter with God. You see, the cave represents a place of isolation, self-pity, discouragement. In order to hear God clearly and experience the full impact of His presence, sometimes we have to change locations. Now, I'm not talking about a physical location as much as I'm talking about a spiritual location. This usually involves us stepping away from something that's holding us back and stepping towards something that we need to let go of. You're listening to Bold Steps Weekend and the Bible teaching of Mark Job. We'll jump back into the second half of today's message titled, Turn Up the God Volume in Just a Moment. If you joined us late and would like to hear this broadcast from the beginning, or if you'd like to catch up on another message from our current series, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, just go to boldstepsweekend.org. And then while you're there, don't forget to sign up for Mark's new email devotional, The Bold Stepper Weekly. Get the latest ministry highlights along with personal updates and relevant stories from Mark each week. And the Bold Stepper Weekly is completely free. It's automatically delivered right to your inbox every Monday morning. Right now, let's get back into today's message now from Mark Job. Have you ever been in a restaurant and you put your name in and they say, Sir, it will be a half hour wait, 45 minute wait. And they say, Don't worry, we'll call you when your table is ready. Don't go too far because we'll call you and you need to hear your name. Now, if you're like me, I don't like waiting around. So I want to say, I think I have time to go to the local Starbucks, fill up my car with gas, take a little trip around. But here's the thing. If you go too far and they call your name, you're not going to be able to hear your name. Not because they're not calling your name. You can't be invited to the table. You can't sit down and have a feast. You can't satisfy your needs because you will not be able to hear your name if you get out of the zone in which you can clearly hear what is spoken to you. You see, there's a perimeter in which when they call out your name, you can hear it, but if you get out of that zone, you're unable to hear it. In our spiritual life, it's the same way. We can hear the voice of God, and when we step out of the zone, we stop hearing the voice of God because we're too far away from God to hear his voice speaking to us. Not that God is not speaking, but we're too far out of the God zone to hear him speaking. God is inviting us, but we don't respond because his voice is unclear. God is saying, it's your turn, but we're missing our turn because we're out of the zone and we can't hear when God 
is clearly trying to get our attention. I love what it tells us in, in James chapter 4, verse 8. Let, let me start in verse 6. But he gives us more grace. That's why scripture says God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Here it comes. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Did you hear that? Come near to God. Why do we come near to God? Well, when we take a step towards God, God takes a step towards us. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. God wants to see us come close enough to hear his voice. Step near to God, and God will whisper to us. Cleanse your hands, purify your heart so you can hear his voice clearly, and then God can begin working in your life. James also says in James chapter 1, verse 19 through 21, 22, it says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. You see, I've discovered over the years that there are certain positions that we're in that inhibit us from hearing God clearly. Typically, it's the position of pride and anger. When you are proud, it hinders you from hearing the gentle, small, still whisper of the voice of God. That's why the Bible says that God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. When you're in a position of pride, it's hard to hear God's voice because you're not looking for God. You think that you have the answers within yourself. So I ask you this question. Have you heard God speak to your heart recently? And if you haven't heard God speak to you recently, powerfully, deeply, concisely, what is it that's holding you back or hindering you from hearing God? Because even right now in this service, I believe that the Holy Spirit will speak to those that are willing to open up their spiritual ears and listen what he has to say. You know how many times Jesus spoke to the people that were listening to his words and he says, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit of God is saying. Did that ever puzzle you why Jesus would say, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear? And you wondered, well, were there a bunch of people without ears in the audience? No, no, no. They had physical ears. But how many of you know you can have physical ears but not have spiritual ears? And someone can speak to you the things of God, but if you're not listening spiritually, you will not understand what God is saying. I believe that you can come to a service like this, and you can come week after week, and you can come month after month, and sometimes you can come year after year. And maybe you come because your wife drags you here. And this morning she said, we're going to church, and you said, come on, do we have to go? Yes, you have to go, come on and you kind of drug your feet, and pastor better not go long because I want to get into the Bears game, and I hope he does it. And you made your way here, and you sat down, and you listened to the message, but it seems like you can hear the word over and over and over, and it seems like the word is just bouncing off your soul and not having any transformative power in your life. Why? Because you're hearing the word physically, but you're not hearing the word spiritually. And Jesus referred to that often as he talked about 
whether we're listening to the voice of God or not. Now, I know they're called smartphones, but how many of you know the smartphones aren't that smart sometimes? I have an iPhone, and there's something on the iPhone called Siri. I tell you what, Siri has hearing problems, I think. Because every time I talk to Siri, she always gets my words messed up. I'll say, call my wife, Dee Dee. And Siri will say, there is no hee hee in your list. <laughs> Yesterday, I, I, I said, tell my wife I'm at the restaurant already. It's called Mago's. And my wife got a note that said, I'm at the restaurant Mafia. It's like, she texted me back, what does mafia mean? No, 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 you got it wrong. So I know it's called a smartphone, but it's not that smart all the time. But have you ever been in a conversation with your mobile phone and you're talking to someone and then they start sounding interrupted, it starts getting cut off a little bit, you can't quite hear clearly, and when you can't get a clear reception, what do you normally say? Can you hear me now? And do you stay in the same place while you say, can you hear me now? What do you do when you don't have clear reception? Now can you hear me? That's what I do. Because you understand that sometimes in order to hear clearly and have clear reception, you have to change positions. You have to get out of the place that you're at and get into a new place in order to hear. That's exactly the first point that I'm making. That if you have a lack of clarity in your reception, that maybe God is asking you to get out of the position that you're at, a position of pride, unforgiveness, a position of delayed obedience, a position of anger, something that's clouding your ability to hear God clearly. Get out of your cave and into a place where you can hear the voice of God. Number two, not only will you need to reposition yourself, but you also will need to turn up the God volume by responding to his sound without delay. These next verses are some of the most puzzling verses of scripture because they're dramatic, yet oftentimes difficult to understand. Elijah was told to get out of the cave, but instead of responding to God, Elijah stays in the cave. God says, step out of your cave, but sometimes we prefer an old problem than a new solution. Some of us stay in the comfort of our problem instead of stepping out of the risk into a new situation. Responding to the voice of God without delay. A key takeaway from today's lesson from Mark Job titled, Turn Up the God Volume. Mark goes deeper into each of these lessons from our Unstuck series in his book by the same title, which we're offering this month as our bold action gift. Do you want to use the gifts and talents that God has given you, but you can't seem to make the leap? Maybe you've been doing the same thing for so long you're feeling worn down and burnt out. 
Well, if you'd like to stop spinning your wheels and get back onto the path that God has set for you, you'll want a copy of this month's Bold Action Gift. It's a book entitled Unstuck. It's designed to help you discover seven key areas that can derail you from living with intention and purpose, along with some practical steps you can take to reconnect with God's call. We'll send you a copy today when you give a gift of any amount to support this ministry. And as we kick off this new year, consider taking a new step in your journey of faith by becoming a bold partner. Your monthly financial gifts of any amount will help bring the gospel to new listeners all over the country and across the world. We'll send you a copy of Unstuck when you give a gift of any amount to support this ministry. You can give your gift by visiting us online at boldstepsweekend.org or send your gift over the phone when you call 866-535-5580. Again, that's 866-535-5580. And then before we wrap up today, we want to invite you to join Mark and Dr. Michael Radelnik of Open Line Radio for an unforgettable trip coming up this May. For 10 days, they'll be traveling across Israel, visiting some iconic locations and breathtaking landscapes. If you've ever wanted to experience the history and culture of the Bible in real life, then be sure to join Mark and Dr. Radelnik for this unique Messianic tour of the Holy Land. Walk through Herod's luxurious port of Caesarea, splash through the streams of Tel Dan, and hike around Jeroboam's altar in the land of the Northern Kingdom. It'll be a trip like no other, and you can register right now when you visit boldstepsweekend.org. Well, that's all the time we have. I'm Wayne Shepherd, wishing you and your family a wonderful weekend. Be sure to join us again next time when Mark continues showing us how to get unstuck. That's coming up on Bold Steps Weekend. Bold Steps Weekend is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.